Welcome to a special episode of Wrestling with Worldwide Willis. This podcast, of course, is brought to you by the LMG Podcast Network. And it's review. It's review time, folks. Some of our better episodes, honestly. Uh, we just had Elimination Chamber. And of course, I got my crew with me. I got Pat. What up, man? What up, man? Glad to have you back hosting. Although I think we did a pretty good job while you were out. You uh, did. Damn but... sure did. <laughs> Glad to have you back. And uh, I'm excited for this this review. Um, yeah. It should be should be spicy. For sure. For sure. L, what up, man? I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad to, you know, you're not dead, like I said in, the, in our last yeah, podcast. Man. You know, Sister just... made it way more ominous than it needs to be. But he was like, <laughs> it really, it really did. I was like, hey, people like, he, he's not dead. So, yeah, like, I was surprised I didn't that. get like a, a call or something like, hey, man, you straight. Like, <laughs> Spencer was like, well, we're not going to talk about where he is right now. He's over. I was just like, you just say I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on injured reserve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's funny. But yeah, for those who don't know, I said on our last episode, but I got a uh all four wisdom tooth re- removed, so I could not obviously do the podcast. So shout out to you guys, Spencer, filling in. You guys did a great job. I enjoyed that episode. Um, and so today, like I said, we're gonna review 2024 Elimination Chamber that was in Australia, and uh, yeah, we're gonna kind of go you know, match by match, give our thoughts and everything. So first off, let's go with the pre, the kickoff match. We had Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae versus the Kabuki Warriors and Oscar and Kari Zane. Uh, did you guys see this one? Did all you guys see this one? I did not. I kind of started it because I saw that they're having a match on the pre-show again for the first yeah. time in like maybe two years. Yeah, it's been a minute. So it's been a yeah. minute. And I also like Indy Hartwell. And Kansas City, Same. so yeah, you know, that it was my squad, but it was just I, I fell asleep, man. Yeah, I feel you. I I I did watch it though. I did. Yeah, you did. I watched yeah. it. I watched it too, just because. Yeah, I enjoyed Indy and Candace, and I, it was cool to see. I wanted to see the type of reaction Indy would get. Um, yeah, you know what I mean in a home crowd. So uh, it was a cool match. You know what I mean? Um, nothing too crazy. I think it was. We all knew like they weren't gonna win the titles on a kickoff show. Um, but you know, it was a solid match. Uh, what do you think, yo? Yeah, it was it was pretty solid. You know how I usually say if that needs to be on Raw or SmackDown, but that yeah. one that one was actually a pay per view worthy, especially mm-hmm. the offensive uh, Kyrie and Oscar. Yeah, yeah their yeah. little tag team moves is kind of yeah, underrated. Yeah, they are. And I don't think you know, past matches, they kind of let them show that, but this one they did, and I was like, okay, why y'all just don't let them do what they do? Yeah, I know, because their combinations are nasty. You can tell that that goes all the way back to Japan when they were together and stuff uh, with EO and everybody, but yeah, no, you're right, their offense is nasty. And then that, that final move where she does the elbow, um, that and oh, when Oscar's Oscar's, holding her? Yeah, holding her up, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like it. Um, but yeah, Kabuki Warriors win that one. And so, all right, so we'll talk about the elephant in the room. For some people, it was funny because obviously this is in Australia. So this was on Australian time. So in America, this thing started at 4 a.m. in the morning. Now, I told you, fellas, I was going to try it. I was going to do it. I woke up at 4 a.m. Uh, I actually woke up at 3, 3.30, I think, because uh, I, I didn't want to miss the Kari Zane match. So I woke up. I was straight. I was straight, man. I was doing good. 
And then we got to the Grayson, the Grayson Waller stuff, and we'll talk about the more details of what that is. But that extended so long that it kind of tapped out on my like fatigue, and so like then my eyes got heavy. Once we got to seven, that's when it was like, ooh, we like now we're you know, and so I I didn't get to catch all of the men's elimination chamber or Rhea and, and Nia's match originally. I, I obviously went back and watched it, but. Yeah, that was that was tough. That early morning was rough. Did y'all try it? Anybody try it? No, nah, I had a, a work yesterday, um, but I did get up early this morning after kind of a late night out. So it was kind of almost the same effect. Uh, <laughs> like the grace to, I got to where Cody came out, and then it was wrap. Like that yeah. was the inside of my eyelids. The next thing, I I woke up and <laughs> uh, uh, Bobby Lashley is getting eliminated from the. From the match, so I was like, oh. "Yeah, <laughs> all right, here we go." <laughs> it was a while between that too. That's funny, boy. Uh, yeah. L, did you Maybe try better than me? But I tried it. Okay, like I, but I did the opposite. I stayed up the whole time. Oh, like okay. <laughs> but I swear, like right after the kickoff, I don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. So like, I woke up. I'm just like, "Oh man, I went to sleep through that whole." Yeah. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch the whole different elimination chamber. Yeah, I, yeah, I was in, I was in my dreams. Like, oh man, this really happened? No, it didn't. Yeah, I won the title in his dreams. And, yeah, see, yeah, CM Punk won the won the chamber match, and CM Punk dreaming. the Rock showed up. Yeah, yeah Stone Cold oh. showed up for some odd reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's about. Hey, you guys see the Rock at the elimination chamber? I'm like, which one did you watch, bro? Yeah. <laughs> You sound like our truth in Austria instead of Austria. Oh yeah, that one was in Austria. I need, we need to get to the airplane. That's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. All right, so we're gonna let's talk about the uh, the first match, official match on the car, which was the women's elimination chamber. Uh, we had Becky Lynch, Tiffany Stratton, uh, Liv Morgan, uh, Becky Lynch, Raquel Gonzalez, and who am I missing? Uh, Bianca. Naomi, Naomi, my bad. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so those were our competitors there. So uh, we'll kind of go through here. So, Pat, what did you think of the match overall? Um, I thought it was pretty good. They, what I've noticed a lot with women's matches lately, and like especially with in a setting like that, is they tend to lean toward high spots and like make it more of a big spotty type of thing. And like the men have done it too. This year was a little different. The men more it was felt like more story based. Yeah, mm-hmm, guys yeah. like Randy Orton in there that I think we're kind of caring and we're like, hey guys, we don't need to be dumb and jumping off for all kinds of shit. Like we can tell a good story without doing that. Uh the women went the opposite direction and did a couple different like higher spots and you know, jumping off the cage and, and stuff like that, which is fine. Like they did it well. Uh obviously like there's a couple hiccups here and there, but you're always gonna get that with, with a match like this. Um but I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what'd you think? I personally think that of all the women's elimination chamber matches, I think what's this is uh since what 2018, I think. 18, when yeah, they first yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably the best one they have done. I agree. I, I agree believe. With that. Uh I don't know. I like the tag team one they did. The only reason, oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. I can't get into that yet. Okay. For reasons. We'll talk <laughs> about that later. Okay. Um, 
the reason I say that because the pace was mm. always there. Yeah. Like if somebody hit somebody with a, with a finisher or a nice move, they getting hit like right after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like boom, boom, boom all the time. Mm-hmm. Like even I'm gonna act like Pat for a second. Hey, Liv Morgan had her little shine in there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Let's but, go, baby. Elimination but, chamber. But I swear it was like playing 2K where she had all finishes of the dang cold breaker like yeah. six, seven times. Yeah, walked in with three finishes. Just like, come on, bro. Yeah, I was like, how you walk in with all these finishes real quick? Yeah. Everybody eating them up. (laughs) But she did did show out. I'll give you that, Pat. She did show out. I keep trying to tell you guys. (laughs) But, like, everybody shined um, in that match. It had great pacing. Becky and, and Naomi have some great chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And, they held it down in the beginning. They held it down for a while. And I was yeah. thinking to myself, like, they're the two oldest ones up in there. Yeah, facts. Of facts. all of them. Yeah. But it was just, it was some good, good pacing uh, mm. throughout the whole match. Um, what else I was thinking about? They made Raquel look strong without her making her look stupid. 100%. Yeah. I was going to say that same thing. They made. With the the whole like it was like three of them trying to pin her and she still kicked out like yeah they yeah. made her strong even though like it was kind of known she was gonna lose because everybody yeah. knew going yeah. in that Becky was gonna win right. um but they kept they made sure to to keep Raquel looking strong like Elsa without looking dumb which is another sign of Triple H instead of Vince being in there obviously yeah so I agree I agree because Vince he would have had her eliminate. <laughs> Five of them, and then get them. You know what I mean? Something stupid. Yeah. Then you know, she'll be like at like, the very end, and you know this ain't gonna work. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like the Shayna Baszler one, where she just eliminated everybody. You know, just like didn't didn't do anything with her afterwards. So, right. Um, yeah. Bianca looked strong too. Yeah, Bianca looked great. Oh, and um, she showed did. She don't like. I thought. I thought it was a real. I thought I agree with that. Like, I think it's the best one of this match type, just because I think. I and I think it's the best setup match. So I was looking at some of the other matches they've done. They all like last year. They had Nikki Cross, Natalia. Uh, they had uh, oh man, uh, Carmella. Like it was just it was People always fit. Yeah, it was like three wrestlers and then three entertainers. And it's like in that type of match, you might be able to get away with maybe one entertainer, but you can't really do more than that because that match is built on hard hitting. You know, I mean, being smart, being witty, with ring awareness, all that stuff. So then to have some like non wrestlers in there, it just didn't work. And so, like in this case, I thought they they were amazing. Again, like you said, Becky and Naomi held it down. Um, Tiffany Stratton, I mean, I knew she was a star. Uh, so it's, it's funny to see people like, oh my god, Tiffany Stratton, she's so amazing. I'm like, oh, you guys are a year and a half too late, but it's fine. It's fine. Everybody catches <laughs> at a different paces. Everybody catches up at a different pace. Yeah. I get it. It's like eventually you guys will catch on to Liv Morgan being a star. So, all right. Yeah, um, anyway, right? Yeah, uh, we'll she talk is. about. There we go. <laughs> she's been the last one in the last couple Rumbles, and now the Elimination Chamber. Like, guys. Hey, we'll, there, we'll talk about there's a reason mid, for it. We'll talk about mid Morgan in a minute. Uh, basically, 
but yeah, Tiffany killed it. She, I mean, she had high spots, but that's kind of what she she was there for. Ain't nobody else in that match doing that, other than you know maybe uh, Bianca. But like, and Naomi, Naomi can do it too. But like, yeah, they she just jumped off that cage and did the split. Yeah, on somebody. That, yeah, oh, and then yeah, she did the that one, hurt. Did the flip over with uh, Liv Morgan. That was off the top of the the chamber. Uh, yeah, top of the thing that was that was dope. Um, I thought that I like like I said, I think they did have high spots, but I thought they all looked like they all were kind of normal. Like it wasn't like a stand people hitting each other and they stand there for three minutes waiting for the person to get ready. It was more like everybody's kind of ready for whatever their spot was supposed to be. You know what I mean? The timing was right. Uh which in a lot of these women's elimination chambers they have not been. So uh yeah, I thought Tiff obviously killed it. Bianca brought in a different type of pace. She killed it. Um, yeah, and I thought obviously the correct person won. Um, yeah. Now let's talk. Let's talk about Min Morgan here. Um, Stop. Can we, Scott? I, can we get off of this? There is nothing just, mid. I just don't get it. I, I I I know I do this every episode, but it's just like you have her and the two most elite athletic wrestlers in that entire ring. You have her beat Tiffany Stratton, uh, pin Tiffany Stratton and Bianca. I don't care if Bianca's distracted. I could care less. Like, like my point, like, how the hell is she pinning? Other than, like, Naomi, who, like, come on, dog. Like, we got to get, I know it's not realistic, but come on. Come that's on. Part of the, her, that's part of her character. Her character is that underdog that oh, nobody thinks she's going to do it. Yeah, so she's doing it. That's her character, yeah, bro. Tiffany, that's her it was, character. She hit her with her finisher straight up. It wasn't no right. catch you on the side. It's that, like, I'm not going to give up. Like she says, oh. it's her time. She's Just watch her. Bro, just watch bro her. This, that's my thing is, like, people go with the <clears> underdog thing. You act like she's Daniel Bryan and she's some – Small elite wrestler who just getting looked over by it. No, she's just not no, good. That, see, not... that's that's the point though. It's it's the Daniel Bryan without the wrestler part of it. It's she's so, the mid. underdog that like <laughs> no, just no. Mid to she okay. she can. I'm saying she can do it, but obviously not as technical. But like that's the point. Is like everybody is doubting her. Like you, Brandon Willis, I, I just doubting like her. You're describing you're. I feel like people, and it's funny, people were mad on the internet. I'm just like, you idiots who thought she, first of all, she had a better story than Becky. She doesn't. Uh, secondly, she, what does she do well? Like, I guess I don't understand. She's not good on the mic. She's not good in the ring. She's not, she's not bad in the ring, but she's, she's not a good. Brawler. She's not a technical wrestler. She's a brawler. She's not even a brawler. She's just she's a, a brawler. I'm a little one, and I have no other choice. A to, that every like, that that nobody brawler? gives time of day. Yeah, she's a brawler. That's what at least what, that's what Michael Cole said. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> to me, a brawler though. That's her style. Like, Hell no, uh, Becky Lynch is a brawler. Cat fighting type. Like, no, so, Liv Morgan is, is just not on yet on that level. She'll be there, bro. She was the worst. Becky Lynch is on her own little level. I could I could see pinning. Tiffany, because it ain't it ain't her time yet. She just got on the main roster. I can see that one. The Bianca one, that got me. Made that, zero sense. That one got me. I was like, oh, okay. That was just a But it's it's to it has to help to build her more. Like Liv has been built, but they need they want her to be built more. And what the fans feels? are so bummed. There's but there's got, more fans behind her, her than yeah. 
Bro, it's like, like, bro, there, there's bro. more fans. There's more fans behind her than fans that don't like her, and it's the fans that it, like her are their target demographic. The ones who don't like her are their not are AEW's target demographic. No, it's not. It's way yes. it's turning. I'm telling you, starting out, yes, I agree. Like Liv had the anybody on the internet wrestling community was like, "Hey, Liv, she's innocent. Who cares? Like, who can have a bad opinion about Liv?" But now it's to the point where people are so fanatical about her that they're throwing her in a category with the Beckys, the Charlottes, the Biancas, the Rias. So now we have She's to like be right realistic. Below. And now we have to be realistic um, and be like, she is below them though. Right below be like, her and Bianca are right there below. Uh, see, this is what I'm talking Becky, about. This is what I'm talking about. Oh, wait a minute. And oh, Bailey and in Sasha. That, in, that, in that same breath you just did. Wait a minute. That's Hold what I'm talking now. about, bro. This it's is why Liv, I can't Bianca, take... and then above it's Charlotte Bailey, Sasha, Becky. You're just trolling, uh, Rhea. Like you're just trolling at this point because there's no way you take I'm this not. serious. I'm yeah, uh, character-wise, talent-wise, like that's she's she's got it. Although I will say it. that spot, just there was a spot towards the end where Bianca had Becky up. I think it was in the KOD, and Liv kicked Bianca. And like Bianca and Becky kind of fell into the cage awkwardly. Yeah. It scared me. Yeah. But yeah. now she, oh, that was on she Bianca. did I did put a note in my in my little notes here. She did do some like reversals against their moves that I never seen before. Mm. Yeah. yeah. She's been in the dungeon. And that was like tore it. That was before she got pinned. Bro, all of her moves are like <laughs> very like set up, very like I don't know, like revenge tour. Like we got to take a couple seconds to get it right. Like I don't know. No, I will say one of the best spots of the night was when Raquel tried to suplex Bianca into the cage, and then Bianca like re- bounced off the ropes to turn it into a DDT. That was fire. Oh, that was nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that was good. dope. That was dope. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this kind of showed levels. There's levels to this thing. I get what they're trying to do. I get. I respect Triple H. Y'all know that he's one of my favorites, and I get what he's trying to do with Liv. I get it. You're, tr- you know, she's not. She isn't believable, right? We can't believe that she can hang with any of these people. I but, can't. but you can put her in positions to where she ends up third in or second in the Royal Rumble. She ends up third in the Royal Rumble two years in a row. I think she was top two two years in a row, and then she ends up second here. So now we assume now these people are going to use that as a reason to where her she deserves a title shot, and it's like, well, well sure, okay, but we all know in a one on one versus Bianca, Raquel, Nail, uh, Tiffany Stratton, Becky, Charlotte, any of them, she's getting washed. So it's just I don't know, I don't get it. I, I also think it's because they're they realize they need a couple more female baby faces that the fans don't mind seeing because I think like the the fans won't get behind Natty anymore. Da- Naomi's <laughs> back, so hopefully they'll have that. But other than that, like there's not a whole lot um I mean of you got, faces, especially you on, got Bailey on now. Bailey yeah, about Bailey sucks. and Dakota about to turn face. Well I don't know about Dakota. She uh, I don't think Dakota that's is still fifty fifty. Yeah. Yeah I think, I think she's gonna, gonna wind up yeah, yeah she's gonna pull a uh Hey, uh, pull a Tegan on her. Oh, war games. Yeah. She's going to pull a war game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could definitely see that. But okay. Um, 
like I said, the women's elimination chamber. We'll talk about matches tonight, but that was definitely up there. Um, they killed it. Um, next match we had Judgment Day versus is it New Catch? What is it called? New Catch Republic. New Catch Republic. Yeah, New Catch. Ooh, very cool name. Very cool name of uh, Tyler Bate and uh, Pete Dunn. Um, this was a surprise. I won't say a surprising because I mean you got Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate in it, so I expect it to be oh, yeah, quality. Yeah, but no, nah, it was really good, and the crowd was into it. And so I, I really did, excited about this. Did What'd Pete Dunn? Did uh, I liked it? I like you said, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, like and Finn Balor, the three out of the four. I loved it. I like uh, Damian Priest is good too, but he's still trying to figure out if he wants to be a big man or if he wants to wrestle like like a Finn Balor, Tyler yeah. Bay type of person. So yeah. like the times where he's like big man doing it, I was like, okay, where he's like the, the people are hitting him, but he's not like he's selling, but it's not like oh like huge selling. Mm. Um, but I like the match. The Dom stuff is great. Yeah, that was amazing. You grabbed the mic. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah." Now we're in. Dude, couldn't even he say anything. Crap out of that mic from Mike Rome. Yeah, he really did. Give me that shit. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah. I um, I would have. I think I would have liked a little better if Pete Dune and 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 Tyler would have won, but Same. it wasn't really set up right. I think longer build it could have been more of a possibility, but I think everybody knew they weren't going to win. Yeah. Um. And then I think I'm pretty sure if he's doing like uh legitimately dislocated Finn Balor's thumb. Really? He like, oh, yeah, I, he I like did a thing that. and then like Did you see yeah, did you see that? Yeah. yeah bro. They like there was like a quick camera shot and it kind of looked like it. Yeah. But nah. Yeah, sometimes he'd be doing it, I'd be like, ooh, like that looked like he really Nasty. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I do think they need to they need to drop the titles though, just because I don't think I don't think it's benefiting them anymore. Like when they first got them, it was like, okay, Judgment Day's got all the titles. Yeah. But now it's just kind of like it's just kind of gotten lost because they're right. not like they're not. It's, there's not a story around it anymore. You know what I mean? I so, agree. I like agree it's time they, they drop them or split them. Let let them keep the raw ones and take the SmackDown ones off them. They definitely should have. I, I see why they do it because now they have an excuse to put the Judgment Day in both brands. You kind of can keep them relevant on both. I right. get it, but like honestly, I'd rather see. I was more interested in Dom's championship reign than I am with these two's championship reign. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of sometimes you forget that they're tag champions. Like I legitimately forget <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, but I do. I will say elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. It really is. I do like. And I talked about this in episode four. Triple H is building up the tag team division, especially on Raw. But yeah, yeah without with the unified titles, it kind of makes it hard to to go anywhere with yeah. these people. You know, um, L, I need the good. No, go ahead, Pat. I need the Good Brothers to get like a hundred percent healthy. I know they're like down in NXT, but mm. they could legitimately use them on the main roster to continue to help build the tag team division. Because yeah. that would be a legitimate threat to beat the Judgment Day. Like, I'm, 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 like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the AJ Styles, LA Knight stuff, but like, I don't see why they don't let, they don't want to align AJ with the other two and like, and have the club, like, let that faction come in 
and then that way now you're building to faction faction because then you you have a female with AJ and them, and then Judgment Day obviously has a female, so like yeah. you have that four on four type of thing. That I think they tried. I, I just don't. I don't see the Good Brothers ever getting over with the crowd. So I think they've all. I don't see. Always, I don't see it. But I don't think it's gonna be red hot without AJ. Yeah, and like even with AJ, like they've tried. To, they've tried to get. They had a babyface run. It was short there. It was right mm-hmm. when Mia first joined them. But it's just. But that's but that's when AJ got hurt. That's what messed yeah, up. That's yeah, what, like, that's like true. Killed it. So I'm wondering if because like, they were supposed to go against the bloodline before uh, AJ legitimately got hurt. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could try it. I mean. You know, it won't hurt. I think they need to, and it sucks because you can't use the club. Like you can't use that because you know what I mean. New Japan yeah. and all that stuff. But, um, yeah. But yeah, if they could use the club name or anything like that, it'd be ten times cooler. But uh, all right. Um, L, what do you think of this match? I actually think that this was probably the best Judgment Day tag team match they probably had. Okay. Yeah. Because of because of one person, that's freaking Tyler Bate. Yeah, he killed it. That dude was yeah. killing it. Yeah, and it it to the point where I forgot how good he was until I watched that match. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he low key when he did that thing with the with the rope in his shoulders. Oh yeah, that's dude, that scares me there. every time he does that. Every time he does that, it scares me. <laughs> I know. Like Especially so, when he did, like his accuracy is like on ninety nine, bro. When he did it on the outside, I was like, "Oh my oh. god!" Yeah, like, that yeah. one scared me. I was like, "Oh, like he usually is in like like you said, he's usually he's ten for ten, but that outside one, yeah. I was like, "Ooh, um, like one wrong move, you're you're going head first into the, the apron, buddy." Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So, but no, you're right though. Like that, like, and also, like that was a long match too. I didn't think yeah, it was, was gonna longer. go that long. Yeah, you're right. So it almost felt like like a true pay per view tag team championship match. Like, yeah, like we all knew they wasn't gonna win it, but it almost had you thinking, like, okay, are they going bigger now? Yeah, when they hit the double toilet driver, I was like, mm, okay, yeah. I was like, interesting. <laughs> um, no, nah, but Tyler Bay killed it. it. Yeah. He he really killed it. Uh, P. Dunn killed it. I do. I need to go watch some old P. Dunn uh, matches because I'm like, all right, was P. P. Dunn this like? I don't want to say predictable, but like, did he do the swan, the back, the moon salt? Did he do all that stuff like every match? Did he like? Is he as repeatable every single nah, match? I don't feel like he was. No, back when he when back when he was first with uh, NXT UK. No. Yeah, okay. That's what that I thought. That dude had an arsenal just like Tyler Bate did. Yeah. But I'm just like... Him and Walter was a banger. Yeah, oh, and boy. I feel like he had some classics. Like, I remember watching him and uh, Riddle. They were That was fire on NXT, mm-hmm. TakeOver. Yeah. But it just feels like on the main roster, it's mess with, break your hands, break your hands, couple suplexes, moonsault on the outside. Um, and then, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like very predictable. And it's like... And that's what I love about Tyler Bate. Everything he does is unique. Like the yeah. you know hand in the air, hit you with the left. That's fire against the ropes. Tyler Driver's cool. Like um, every even those moves off the top ropes are great. And I I feel like low key Tyler Bate buried himself like on purpose. He was like, "Hey, I'm gonna just go over to US." 
hey man, y'all can y'all can use me however y'all want to use me. I don't need to be in the main event scene. It's all good. Let me work with freaking Muhammad Mustafa Ali <laughs> for two months or something. Like I don't really care. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like I don't need to be in the main title picture. Just kind of, I'm just I'm just here to vibe. You know what I mean? It's right. kind of like, and I guess because he's so young, he's just like I got time. You know what I mean? Um, he's just entering his prime, but. No, I think he did show that. And I think, obviously, with Triple H, Triple H knows, like, he can be a big-time star. He can – I mean, he ain't going to ever beat Gunther, but he could be a guy who could challenge Gunther because they have yeah. the past, you know. Um, and no, you're speaking right. Speaking of Triple H, like, shout-out to him for giving Butch – killing that Butch name. Man, thank God. I would Actually, say Brandon's been asking for that for <laughs> – I think everybody's been asking <laughs> Bro, since the day it came out, I was like, man, this is not Who the like, heck is Butch? Yeah, and I like the new Cash Republic. I like it. I like the name. I get what it is. Yeah. I get the history. But let's use let's use Tyler Bass music. Let's either use Tyler Bass music or use Mustache Mountains music. Yeah. One of the two. Like, I they, don't know what that was. They just need to work on their music altogether. Yeah, they do. Hey, Naomi got a new, new, inch, like, new theme. I didn't hear it, though. Like, it's okay. Solid. I couldn't. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. The, like the little steps. I do like the little like Godzilla type steps. I like that. Um yeah. That's cool. It, at least it's recognizable. I know ninety percent of the women's you can't tell. Now we're we're a rumble. I was like, where's the name on the board? Like, I yeah. yeah. I sent her like like who is yeah. that? Yeah. I was They're like, using I, a, a random music number four yeah. and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Default. <laughs> Wrestler number five's music. Yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and go do, do yeah. my two K list real quick. Yeah, I was just like, uh, who? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now they're coming. You know, I was just like, if it ain't like the top three wrestlers, like I have no clue. Um, and so yeah, I'm actually kind of mad they changed Tiffany Stratton's music, but I guess they add Tiffy time. But still, I was just like, man, she had a really cool theme in NXT mm-hmm. with the with the photographs and the cameras flicking and all that. Yeah, I don't um, know why they do that though. I don't know. I don't know if it's copyright or what. What is? I wonder. Like, I think they it's had it in possibly, NXT. Yeah, I think it's possible to separate though to let them like that was their NXT persona. This is them now on the main roster, which I just wish they would just carry everything over because most people watch both. And yes. I would, I would think they would want people to like, hey, this person's from NXT, check it out, and that yeah. way it's like, oh. There's some good stuff going on in NXT, and that way, like people follow more. Yeah, and, I mean, shoot, I mean, they was Tiffany had the high, like the crowd was most into her out of everybody, and that was because boy, they was pissed when they, she got pinned. They was hot. I mean, they should be. I mean, fucking Liv Morgan, but they, but the crowd was crazy for it because they knew her. You know what I mean? They weren't like, oh, this person I've never seen before. No, they was like, no, it's Tiffy Tom. Like they knew her from NXT and how cold she yeah. was. So. I think most people, that's the case, but it is, it is a lot of people. Like, I remember Tyler Bate first came out and, like, no crowd reaction. I was like, wait, what? I was like, y'all must not know what this dude is. You oh, know? yeah. I was like, y'all, something wrong with y'all. Yeah. It was like, and I, and I get it. A lot of people don't, a lot of people, the casuals don't watch NXT, but um, so I get it. But um, all right. So let's talk about, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but the Cody and Seth on the Grayson Waller effect. Um, I'll give my thoughts on this first. This one, I'll be honest. I, I didn't get the point of this. I kind of get I get why you bring them out. Obviously, you want to have Cody and Seth on a pay-per-view, like no matter what it is, appearance, match or not. I get it. 
But it was, I felt like something bigger was supposed to come from this and really nothing happened other than, I guess, Cody like potentially challenging The Rock, but no hard details were given. Um, and Grayson Waller didn't really help Austin Theory. That's the main, main thing from this. It was just like, yeah. all right, that could have been a SmackDown segment. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. What'd y'all think about it? I I didn't realize Seth was hurt because didn't Seth say he's like I'm cleared in like two weeks or whatever? Yeah, he said yeah, he's he, a few days, weeks. Yeah, he's like days away of being medically cleared. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't realize he wasn't like medically cleared to compete because I would have rather had because of whatever what all happened at the like WrestleMania press conference thing, having the tag team match of Rock Roman, Cody Seth at elimination chamber to help further set up and kind of figure out what WrestleMania is going to be like. Cause I think rock is going to turn on, on Roman. And like, mm. this would have been a perfect thing to kind of start putting that in motion of rock turning. Yeah. I can see that. I, I feel like they kind of gave, they didn't give like clear, like updates, but every time um, Seth would come to the ring, like if he had his brace on and then the next week he didn't have his brace, he kind of like point to it. Be like, you know what I mean? Kind of like letting you know, like he's almost there, but it they didn't ever give us like a hard update, I feel like. Um, but they did make it sound like there's no chance he won't be at WrestleMania. So, um, but L, what'd you think of this segment? I know both their entrances was like Roman and Undertaker level. I know that, yeah, they were fired. Oh, yeah, Cody's is always like, long too, though, but yeah, if I ever wanted like. Whenever 2K comes out, mm. I need that Cody Rhodes Pyro. Yeah, facts. I need that like what? ASAP. He has the most Pyro <laughs> I ever seen in my life. Then he had the fireworks yeah. Yeah, outside. Did. For one, I thought that stuff was fake. Mm. For the longest. Like when they did like the fireworks outside of the arena, oh, yeah. it looked always looked fake to me. Mm-hmm. Until you saw from the arena and looked up, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's not fake." Okay, I feel better about that because it always looked weird. I was like, "Okay, y'all just popping fireworks. Nobody can see that in a closed do- in a closed arena." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the first time I was like, "Okay, this is real." Mm-hmm. The funny part about that whole segment is Grayson Waller turning his back on Austin Theory and just letting his ass get jumped. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Especially crazy. when he's yelling the whole time before he hits his head on that sign. So I'm like, if he smells, yeah, boom, 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 and just got jumped. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he did like <laughs> grab him, and he was like, yeah, and then like yeah. got thrown. That was just funny. Hit the, yeah, hit the side. Was I was like, then, then Seth sitting here pointing at like Grace, I'm like, don't you move? Yeah, exactly. Don't you move? <laughs> you get this ass whooping too. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm, some people think that's going to lead to Theory turning babyface in the future, but I, I don't know if it's he, that. He deep. needs to. He does. He does. I don't. That I don't know though. Being a heel ain't working. I, they had him as a. I think at one point he had him as a babyface too. I just. I don't think either way people are going to get behind Austin Theory. Like he's he's got the the build and that look of a heel. He just doesn't have that like. Better than you think. And again, going back to when he had the money in the bank thing, I think that killed him because now everybody's just like, like, you're a joke, but like, yeah. I don't think you're going to seriously beat me up and take my girl sitting next to me. Like, yeah. 
I I can see that. I don't want to see a baby I, face. I, only time I remember him with baby face was when he was with the way. And he was yeah, technically uh, time I can think of. That was more of a heel too. Yeah. Well, it was because at one point he got called up to the main roster, and then there was like the some accusations came out about him, and they put oh, him, yeah, sent him back to NXT. And it was just like that first brief thing, right. but he, yeah, and he still got like no kind of crowd reaction or anything like that. I thought, I, I wish he would go. <clears throat> I wish they would do the way again, just because, or at least go with his character with the way, because he was hilarious. Like the, yeah, the was. way was was were healed, but then anytime they'd interact with Austin Theory, it was hilarious because he would say something stupid, or he was kind of like the Matt Riddle version, but just fun, honestly, actual funny. And so I would yeah. rather go that route than try to make him some cocky dude. That's not his personality. You can tell it's not. So it's like, yeah. at least go that route rather than this whole, like, I'm better than you. I had an extremely long U.S. title reign. It's probably way too long. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm interested. Because, like, he's, to me, if you keep him in the cocky kid category, he ain't ever going to reach Logan Paul level. Like, Logan Paul does that better than him. Day one, yeah, because that's just I mean? Logan Paul. That's Logan Paul's personality. That's outside. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's his natural character. So it's like it don't punch it don't, him in the throat. <laughs> exactly, it takes zero effort for him to be that character. So it's just like, nah, I'm good. And then, and then if LA Knight ever turns heel, he gonna take that right. Like you know what I mean? He just they got a lot of dudes who do that well. So it's like he ain't ever gonna have a chance in that lane. So, um, but yeah, Grayson Waller effect. I thought, I think Grayson Waller. Needs to get in the ring more as singles, and they need to push him more because I think he definitely has the skills and the ability to be one of the top dudes on SmackDown. They just kind of been, and I like that he's getting involved with the Bloodline. Like that's cool. Obviously, he should never join, but I mean, like as a, you know, what I mean, paying respect to him, and doing little favors, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Just trying to stay in the good graces of of Roman. What was the fate? What was the favor anyway? Oh yeah, what was that? Yeah, they was like because he said, "I want you, you know, only you should know this." Yeah, what? Nothing came out of that. <laughs> Nothing happened. So I'm like, I'm wondering. Unless we gonna hear about it later on, like yeah. in the next week or so. But maybe Friday. Maybe Rock is supposed to be there Friday. Maybe Friday. Um, but that would definitely that was a weird setup. So it better pay off Friday. Otherwise, that's weird. Um. But yeah, it was it was all right segment, but definitely could have been on SmackDown. I think that was just a let's get this pyro. We got this pyro in the back that we got to use. Yeah, that was so our whole pyro see, build. You know, we haven't been yeah. in Australia for a while. They <laughs> exactly. need to see Cody and Seth. Yeah, yeah. They should show their face. Yeah, we got Seth can't wrestle pyro. anyway. Yeah, let's, let's get this pyro just... off, and then uh, yeah. yeah, whatever happens let's in the segment, you know, fifty thousand uh, people meet and greet real quick. Yeah, exactly. Like that's all that was. Um, okay, and then next we had the men's elimination chamber again. This is the first one. I remember at four or something at six forty-five in the morning. I was I watched. Came out first. I remember seeing Kevin Owens' entrance, and then I was out, and I was out. So I <laughs> so I had to go back and rewatch this. Um, but we had Bobby Lashley. La we were actually a really loaded field. Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, um, Logan Paul, and am I missing anybody? Oh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like Pat said, like this one was 
it, it was interesting because I just watched the last year's Elimination Chamber. Totally different ways of going about it. Both very successful. Last year yeah. was it was for the U.S. title, but it was let the let the young guys let our mid card, our really good mid card shine. Let's let Brunson Reed, Montez Ford, Johnny Gargano, Theory. You know what I mean? Let's let these guys cook. You know what I mean? Damian Priest, all those guys. They and they killed it. Like it was an amazing match. One of my favorite elimination chambers. We'll talk about that. This year, like Pat said, heavily story based. Like heavily story based. Like not a bunch of spots. Just all like interactions. Uh, basically leading in, kind of building stuff that we're gonna get at WrestleMania. I think. Uh, the Logan Paul, yeah. Kevin Owens stuff, hilarious. Um, oh, boy. hilarious. Uh, I don't know. Did y'all see that that clip Logan Paul posted? Oh, him drawing was, on the thing? Yeah. yeah him drawing on the <laughs> yeah. thing. And then at the end, it's just his head banging against it. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious, man. Uh, I was dying on that one. But no, it, that even showed, like, Logan, like, no one's done that. Logan Paul added that. Like, I got to give him credit. Yeah. Like, like that added, dry race and yeah, like that's smart. right on the yeah, that's hella smart. Like no one's done that, you know. Um, but yeah, I thought I I get I do like last year's and I like the spots and I like all the showcasing new guys. But it was this year it was dope. Like this was a good match. Um, L, what'd you think of this one? I did like this one. Like mm-hmm. my MVP was KO because yeah. like. He's legit the 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 one wrestler is like the I'm gonna get you on site. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Like straight up, like when I see you, you mine. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like when uh who was it when um I think it was yeah, I think it was Drew and Bobby. Mm-hmm. I think when Ram no, it was LA Knight and uh Drew when he kept mm-hmm. on ramming his head. And yeah, yeah, yeah. kept on oh, yeah. it right back to make yeah. it hurt more. <laughs> yeah. Like that had me dying. I was just that like, was good. I never thought about somebody doing that. Yeah, that was smart. Then on the inside when, of the chamber. Uh, so it, yeah, yeah, on the inside. Yeah. And then when Logan Paul, when it hit zero, he did the, you know, the Keith Lee and just show up like, I've been waiting on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. He pulled up. Right his zero, that door open. He was just right there. It's like, no, come on out. Come on out. Come yeah, on out. yeah. <laughs> That's always good. It's always like they do that every year, but it always works. The 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 squirmy heel trying to get away from the dude he's been talking shit to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but you're right though. Like I like Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens understands the temperature. Like there's some dudes they be going brawling for weeks, and then the match starts. The like pay per view match starts, and they walk around circle. Lock up. I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all done talked about each other's mamas. Y'all done talked about each other's family. Like, I'm, uh, Susan, yeah. ding, ding, ding. I'm on your head. Like, forget all this. Like, I might not wait for that ding. I yeah. might get you right back your like, head. I don't even care about my interest music. I'm pulling up on you. You know what I mean? And Kevin's that type of way. Like, he gets how intense is this rivalry? You know what I mean? Uh, but no, nah, you're that's, that's what they used point. to do. The attitude era, that's how it was. It was like, yeah, it was. That's why, and even because that's why so many of their that's the matches people are like remember, even if they weren't championship ones, because the rivalries that they built and like the, the end of it, like it made sense. It was like, right on site, you just talked about my, like you said, they talked about my mama. Like, this, I'm not waiting for a bell. I, as soon as your entrance music hits and they tell me I can go out to the ring, I'm catching you from behind and we're. Right. It's like, up. like, 
Yeah, bro. If you pull up to my house and walk around my living room when I'm not there, I don't care about the ring. I don't care about any of this, like any of the sequence and let me walk out, say hi to the fan. I don't care about none of that. Like we're fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm beeline yeah. to the ring and we're fighting. Yeah, there is no lockup. Yeah. And that's that's not the thing that I think a lot of guys aren't don't quite haven't quite grasped yeah. is that's part of the storytelling. Like, yeah, most of the time matches start with a lockup, but like if it's a big payoff and it's a rivalry, like you said, for multiple weeks, we're past locking up. It's like yeah. I'm hitting you with the right job. Like then I'm gonna go out and go get a weapon to beat your ass. Like yeah, exactly. That's how like, it is. like yeah, exactly. Like to me, yeah, with certain wrestlers, yeah, it's respecting. Yeah, we're hey, we're only fighting because there's a title on the line. Okay, that that okay. There's a you could you should have a traditional lockup, but if it's you you like Logan Paul pushed. Kevin Owens and you know at the press conference try to embarrass him and all that. Like, yeah, I gotta pull up on you now. Like it's just the way it is. You know. Um, but yeah, no, nah, Kevin Owens. When, uh, on Logan Paul's uh entrance. Like he started headbutting the uh oh, chaos yeah. started headbutting the yeah. the door yeah, that was from the inside. Fun. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was that was like a psych ward <laughs> where like a dude's just crazy. He's like, whoa, like this dude's wild. Um, no, that was that was funny. That was funny. Um. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I would say my MVP is probably Drew, just because Drew like sold everything perfectly. Like Drew was like taking advantage of every. Like he he had no shame, like no shame, and like oh, he just got hit with a chair. Oh, okay, let me go ahead and pin this dude real quick. You know what I mean? Man, or, old Drew would have been like, <laughs> ah, no, let me help you up, or he would have counted to the crowd three, two. You know what I mean? And try to do it himself. But this Drew was like, no, nah, I'm taking all these doves. Like y'all, y'all tried to yeah, play me like, for all like, these years. Like you just, you just got hit. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> that's funny. Um, Pat, what do you think about this one? Uh, I enjoyed it. I as I like high spot stuff when it's mm-hmm. when it looks good and not just like you can tell. I dude walked four steps just to set up this move, and it takes five minutes for them to actually do something. Right. Um, but this one, like the storytelling and it set up stuff, and it was like, especially with the ending and like how Drew won, it mm-hmm. doesn't like, okay, so now he's going out. Like, it makes me want to continue watching, and that's I feel like right. what for me brings is is not a part of a good match is yeah. at the end it's like okay, well the match ended where they're gonna go now. And but like a good oh shit all right now where are we gonna go with it and not a bad like okay that didn't really do much didn't yeah. really continue going with stuff so it it did a lot of storytelling and Randy I think you could tell that Randy had some hands on it yeah with that, just that veteran presence and mindset and you know hey guys we're telling the story here the women did what they did we're telling the story like Randy every time would sell his back when he would hit it like. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Most guys they come back from an injury and it's like I like that feels like it should have hurt your knee after you just had surgery on it, but yeah. you're not selling it. Like Brandy's, you know, selling the back. Selling you know, you said Drew McIntyre's continuing his character's storytelling of I'm not the old Drew McIntyre anymore. I don't yeah. give a shit. Like if you're down and vulnerable, I'm gonna take advantage and like I said, yeah. I'm gonna pin you. I'm gonna take you out, I'm gonna get you out of my way. To get where I need to go, yeah. um, so it's, and it's so it's probably been the one of the best ones in in recent memory. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. 
Um, we yeah, I got to mention the biggest hater of 2024. Who? AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. You go travel was... over thirty thousand miles to <laughs> make sure this dude don't go. It's not going to go to hey, that is wild. That's that the definition wild. of a toxic. We've all had an ex girlfriend that was just like that, though. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, pull up to your job. <laughs> you ain't something. going. If I ain't going, yeah. you ain't going. Yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can't have nobody. Yeah, no, nah, he. That was fire. Like the chair shots, and then did it the um, styles clash the on the chair. Clash. Yeah, yeah, that was fire. That was good. I thought LA had a really good showing too. Like I thought he uh obviously the crowd was into it. Um he all the the punches, all the stuff. I thought it was really good. I think he has an underrated, like some people talk about his wrestling as if it's like trash. And I'm like, no, like it's it's not you know wow you, but it's not it's a trash. stone cold style of yeah, it's very wrestling. yeah, exactly. It's very old school. Not a lot of hot spots, yeah. not a lot of the craziness, but he's gonna do his st- same thing. He's gonna do it really well every time. Yeah, and he's gonna fight you. He's not gonna wrestle you. Yeah, exactly. He's more of a right. fighter. He's more of a like an old school wrestler, like you said. Like Stone Cold did the same thing. Oh, Stone Cold hits you with a few suplexes. You know, what I mean, but he's mainly yeah. like punching you. Mainly, yeah, you know, yeah. what I mean, the, the brawler um, style. Yeah, exactly. So I think LA Knight gets underrated because obviously you're known for the character and his talking ability and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, the crowd was really into it, and um, I thought he killed it. I thought uh, Logan Paul did a good job. I thought Bobby. Bobby Lashley has some really good spots. Throwing dudes straight yeah, through yeah. the chamber. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The spirit to what? Logan Paul, that was fun. Yeah. They're sitting there cussing and they didn't blank it out. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, we have to blank him out. Yeah, I know. Like, he looked he legit was hurt. Like, that's what I mean. Like, they had vets in there selling their injuries really, really well. Um, and yeah, Randy, Randy killed it. Like I thought, I didn't think Randy was actually hurt, but I was like, man, this dude's acting his ass off. Like, but it's like, I mean, yeah, it makes like sense it. though because he just had back fusion surgery. Yep. And so, like, you would think landing on your back like that in that type of a match, yep, it's gonna hurt it. Like, yep. And I mean, your main move, doing- you land on your back every time. Yeah. So. He was doing that Daniel Bryan stuff that made yeah. everybody scared every time he did something when he came back. Yeah, facts, yeah. Um, the the RKO on Logan Paul at the end, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, beautiful camera work, too. Um, mm-hmm. Not showing Randy yeah. at all. That was good. Um, and then, obviously, Logan Paul punching him. Um, and then, you know, Drew getting the dub. Um like you like Pat said, like everything led, like we're probably gonna get an AJ Styles LA Knight thing at Mania. We might get a Logan Paul KO Randy thing for the US title. Maybe Bobby yeah. in there too. You know what I mean? It could be a bunch of people. Um yeah. some people were saying, like, what if they had a ladder match for the US title? Whatever. Either way, it gives you a bunch yeah. of options. Because you, know you saw Karrion Cross yeah. and Bobby Lashley, like that yeah. whole thing is still not resolved. So Right, exactly. Like Everything is leading towards somewhere, you know what I mean, which is good. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Drew winning. Um, obviously he's gonna take on Seth. It's, that's gonna be interesting because I feel like there could be a segment of fans that are gonna be like, "Yeah, I want Drew to win." You know what I mean? Oh, so here we go. Mark this now. Okay. Uh, February twenty fifth at uh eight forty three Eastern time. Okay. Drew McIntyre beats Seth at WrestleMania to give Seth time off. I, I think that's true. 
I think I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with I that. Agree I agree with that. That's I mean, if he signed a contract extension. Who drew? Yeah. I, he had his contract he is up. Yeah. If I they wouldn't they to. wouldn't put him here if he Yeah, didn't. you don't get you don't get Manny if you only signed yet. Yeah, that's a liability. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like I was thinking I was like he had to resign and nobody knows yet. Some people think I, the time when I knew he resigned was when he pinned Cody. When he pinned Cody, I was like, "Oh yeah, they ain't, Cody ain't taking no L's for mm-hmm. dudes that ain't gonna be here a while." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, I think, I do think legitimately Drew was unhappy, like early in 2023. But I do think the way Triple H has yeah. changed it on his head and kind of used that unhappiness to like lead into a new character, he's like, "Oh, okay, like I'm not taking a bunch of L's. I'm beating dudes, but I'm doing it in a kind of." new way i'm not just doing the old school drew mcintyre you know i mean throwing people around like i'm taking advantage of weaknesses i have no mercy and using all logic like crazy thing in wrestling we haven't had in a while where a dude is just logical you know what i mean yeah like a villain where you're like i mean i kind of get it like i get you know what i mean like i get why you don't why you're mad at jay uso even though everybody else loves him i get why you would still have beef with the dude you know um, so I, I agree with Pat that like Drew is definitely winning this match for sure. I think so. <clears throat> now, the only thing about both these elimination chamber matches, the men's like have other stories besides the main one, like Seth and Drew. That's yeah. other stuff they can go to. The women's, yeah. I have no clue what's about to happen besides the championship matches at all. That's a good point. I do think we get I get I think we get Tiffany Stratton Bianca. I think they've been kind of hitting at that lately. They've been beefing directly for a minute now. Even in the promos yeah. and everybody, like those two been going back and forth. Even on SmackDown, like Tiffany straight up just smacked Bianca. You know what I mean? Like so I'm thinking we're gonna get Tiffany Bianca. I don't know what the I don't know what Liv who really cares. But I'm my, my point nah, is like, Liv will be on WrestleMania. I I mean, maybe. Maybe tag match. She'll definitely Doing be in the tag. What? Her and Raquel nah, she, in a tag match. Winning again? something. That'd be cool. I mean, you won't, Buki she's Warriors. You're going to win uh, the uh, women's WrestleMania Battle Royal. Oh, Lord, they probably would give her that just to be like second place again. We got to continue the, hey, the second place trophy. Uh, we that's a big trophy for second place. I'm just saying, man. Ain't no real people going to be in that, man. Yeah. All the good wrestlers are going to be in the other big matches, um, but do I do? That's a good point. Uh, I think we're. De- I think we get Tiffany Stratton because you got to have her. Her you got to have Bianca, obviously. And I you think Bianca, have Bianca on WrestleMania. Yeah, I think Bianca, Tiffany Stratton. I think Bianca gets the win, but I think like Tiffany has an amazing showing. I think obviously Rhea, Becky. I think I wonder if I, Nia. I would think Nia has a match, right? Like. <laughs> She's been killing it. Yeah. Shout out to Nia, and we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, we're definitely talking about that one. I, I, I think I, I can definitely see. There's a little more, obviously, other than Bailey. Yeah, you know, there's definitely a little more gray area there. But all right, in our last match in the women's world championship match, we had Nia Jax going against Rhea Ripley. Um, what did you, Pat? I'll let you think. Go first on this. What What was your thoughts on this one? Um. First off, I liked how Triple H booked this by not having Rhea as the heel, even though she is a quote unquote heel. Yeah, he did not have her as the heel in this match yeah. in her hometown. 
which mm-hmm. was great because Vince would have been like, I don't care, you're right. a heel, and yeah. would have made her get them to boo her. And that's you don't go there very often, especially right. like events like this. Like, let her have that moment. So, yeah. Nia was a perfect opponent. Uh, the match itself was good, it was two of the more like physical powerhouse women, so it was, mm-hmm. it was exciting to see that aspect of of that match. Um, I mean, it wasn't up there with her match with Rhea's match with Charlotte, but it was it was pretty close. So, uh, if I was giving it stars, <clears throat> which I don't want to steal anybody's uh, gimmick with the star ratings, but <laughs> I'd probably give it about a three and a half, maybe four. Yeah, you know, it did what it had to do. It helped um, make Rhea look even stronger. Yeah, going into Mania, it didn't hurt Nia Jax either. I felt like all. she kind of yeah. came out of that match pretty well. So. Mm. All in all, it 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 did what it had to do, and got the story continue to move forward. Yeah, I agree. Three and a half is a good good rating. Uh, what do you think? I agree. It was that was a good showing by Naya. Mm-hmm. It really was. She kind of surprised me, especially doing submissions. When we ever see that out of her? Yeah, yeah, sure. I remember it. Yeah. Like just sure. seeing, just for the first time since, like you know, like you said, like Charlotte, Rhea looked weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like one of those, you know, how they usually do the matches where, like, the more heel person beats up on the, on the face for a long time, and they come out of it, and one, two, three, that's it. Yeah, it was like a back and forth. Yeah, I was the whole time. To mm-hmm. the point where, okay, now you made a mistake. Now you're gonna pay for it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's basically and it was got... like a lot of powerful moves too. Yeah, it really was off the top. And since when Rhea start doing her karanas? Man, that's a good point. I like that off the off the rope. That was cool. Yeah, I mean, Nia okay. didn't sell it the best, but <clears throat> that yeah. first time she did, and the second time was a second little bit better. Did. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. But uh, but no, you're right. Uh, now I thought Nia had a really good showing. Like you said, I thought. You know the super the superplex the uh, the Samoan drop off the top like it was just oh, yeah. she had a lot of versatility even the on the outside where she did the Samoan on the on the table and then honestly I think mm-hmm. the table was supposed to break but then having the wherewithal to be like all right it didn't break all right let me you know go off script here jump off this chair elbow you know what I mean to where it breaks you know what I mean I like, thought she's gonna bust ass when she did that though man I was a worry yeah I was I need you to like yeah. hurry up and move bro I was like you you better take off quickly because that that chair ain't gonna hold up much longer uh yeah <laughs> like yeah so I mean but I thought and I thought she did a good job of like you know when she hit her with the the finisher I forgot what her finisher was but she basically does the the move where she sits on her uh, and she kicks out. And then she was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to try this one more time. Like you can see it in her face. Like, all right. Like she's like the character work. I think he's, she's honestly improved in every, every area. Honestly, like I can't even hate, yeah. like I was not a Dijax fan at all. I was obviously for the reasons of not being a safe worker, but she's been great. Since she came back. Uh, yeah, she's been really nice since she came back. Yeah. Like really safe looking like looking real dominant. Like y'all said, she made Rhea pull out different stuff in her bag because she had to. Um, she had no other choice. Uh, I like Nia was like, I feel like some rest, sometimes I'm like, bro, if the if the if the babyface's family is right there, y'all should watch tape of what Roman did last year at the Elimination Chamber. When Sami Zayn's family was right there, 
he was literally swinging his titles during the entrance, looking at mm-hmm. Sammy's family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you need to, if you're the ba- if you're the heel, you need to be harassing that family, basically. Like, like she did know, a little bit. Yeah, a she did bit. early on, like the beginning of the match. She was kind of yeah. like yelling at him from the ring. Bro, then she did that thing with her butt when she smacked her butt and yeah. looked at him. Then put yeah. his butt and uh, right. his face. Then looked at him some more. I would I would have told the producers, hey man, I'm taking Rhea over to her family and I'm I'm putting her like I'm beating her up in front of the family on the outside. Like that's how you get a crowd to hate, like really hate you. You know what I'm saying? And like I feel like they don't do that well enough. I don't know if because the family's gonna be crazy, not gonna be into it or not. But um I will say this, and this is might be a hot take. I didn't love the crowd. Did not love the crowd. Yeah. I was it, I was so disappointed in that crowd when Rhea came out. I was oh, okay. It, I was wondering, like, the whole time, are you talking about in that match? The whole time, I I will say that. Okay, it's two points. I don't think Elimination Chamber should be in an arena that big. Um, at least Elimination Chamber matches. I would say that's yeah. just too big of an arena for a a chamber. Like they're not even. You can't see anything when it's in a regular arena. Let alone you're in that arena, like you're just looking at the screen the whole time. You're not even looking mm-hmm. at the actual ring. So that point, I think, affected some of the some of the reactions. But the real reaction, I was utterly disappointed. Were they were they kind of up? Sure, but you but she even was like, "Get up, Let's yeah, go. Get, get up, up. yeah." You know what I mean? Yeah. A wrestler shouldn't have to say that. If in their hometown, they should never have to say that. Like that yeah. crowd should have been going wild the way Toronto was going wild for Sami Zayn like that crowd in Toronto was nuts like they was the whole match they were up would would you say because that was a indoor instead of an outdoor I I think so I think that's part of it I I don't the 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 car was long but it wasn't crazy long it's not I think I think the outdoorness you lost a lot of the sound I can see that. I can see uh, that because the sound was going up instead of it's going the, up and out. Yeah. yeah, instead of up and then coming back down. Yeah, and I can see that. So I think that that lost a lot of sound because from the way it looked, it looked like the crowd was into it the whole night. You just really couldn't hear them, right? Except and, and, for like the Dom's bit, like you. Yeah, you and that's my, there. And I guess that's what I'm comparing it to. I'm comparing it to Dom. I'm comparing it to the Tiffany. Uh, a chance, you know what I mean? Like when Grayson Waller did the Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Yeah, like yeah, like the loud. sound sounded great then, but then when Rhea comes out, it's a uh, yeah, 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 and it's just like, bro, this is your home. Like I don't know, I was expecting a, um, you know, Bad Bunny comes out Puerto Rico, you know, Sami Zayn in Toronto. <laughs> I'm expecting, you know what I mean? Sh- you know, yeah. Drew in, in Wales. Yeah, Montreal, my fault. Uh, Drew in, in Wales. You know what I mean? Like, I'm expecting those type of reactions. We didn't. That wasn't nowhere close. Now again, the crowd made it. Made, but ah, shit, in uh, was it was it in Wales? Yeah, Clash of Castle. Like that crowd was crazy. Of, it yeah. was outdoors. It was outdoors. You know what I mean? So was that? No, I think that was still. I think that was inside still. Yeah, I'm was pretty it? sure that was inside. I'm yeah, pretty sure that was outside because I remember. Uh, well, hold on. Pretty sure that was outside. I can't remember. I, I don't remember, remember ever seeing like it being like light outside. Gunther, I feel like Gunther Sheamus was. Hmm, you might be right. 
because it's kind of melting into WrestleMania, which obviously is outside. But that crowd was crazy. But my point is, I don't. I maybe outside, and maybe it might be somebody on Twitter being like, "Hey, I was in the venue, and it was sounded way, way bigger than what you know carried over on TV." The the uh, Clash of the Castle one is like a. It, it's an indoor outdoor. The roof, it's a retractable roof. Okay. They had, the, they had the roof closed, though. Yeah. Okay. They had the, yeah. They had the roof closed. Okay. Maybe so. But I feel like in Wales or London, it don't matter where they are. Like, it don't matter what arena they are. They're going to be crazy. And I just feel like this crowd was just sort of, even with Indy, I was sort of mm-hmm. like, hmm, okay. All right. But I was like, okay, maybe they, it's Indy. So I can't expect them to go just super nuts, you know? Um, but I, but I, but I wonder if it's one of those situations where you're comparing UK and US, which is like they're dominated by wrestling culture, true. and you go into somewhere like Australia where it yeah. ain't the same as the other two. Yeah, I, and I don't know wrestling history as much in Australia. Like I'm not as familiar, but like they got talent out there you know i think if, if brunson reed was supposed to be there obviously he had a, he had a kid and everything so that kind of changed it but yeah. apparently he was supposed to go against seth rollins uh tonight you know at that at that event but um obviously seth got hurt and then he had a kid but like you know on the independent scene ozzy open like they got a lot of talent but i could definitely see i could definitely see that like it's definitely a, a rugby town so you know what i mean yeah um but yeah, I was disappointed, but I, I may be wrong on that. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. But overall, fellas, what would you give, like, 1 to 10? What what grade would you guys give this pay-per-view? Uh, L, you can go first. I would probably say I'll give it about, like, a – I'll give it a 4. Ooh. Oh, out of 10. Out of 10. Out of 10. Oh, out of 10? Yeah, oh, I, was bad, like, I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa. I thought you said my bad. My bad. Like, bro, this ain't Fastlane. Uh, or, uh... Oh, yeah. That ain't no one. I'll say, I'll give it an 8. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, Pat, what would you give it? Um, I think I want to give it 8, but then also 7, mainly just because I think they could have done a little more with the. Grayson Waller segment, like it just kind of felt like a throwaway thing. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And then, you know, Liv not winning kind of killed it for me, too. So I'll give it like, I'll give it like a 7.3. Okay. Okay. I, I want to go, I'm going to go, hmm, that's tough. Okay. I'm going to go seven and a half. But obviously, because Liv I, didn't I, win, right? No, no. If she would have won, it would have been a five for me. Uh, but <laughs> I'd say seven and a half just because I thought, obviously, women's elimination chamber, great. Judgment Day versus Tyler, uh, New Cash Republic, overperformed. Um, the men's elimination chamber, really good. Rhea and Nia did his job. Wasn't the most memorable match, but it did his job. Yeah. But you're right, though. The Grayson... Waller effect segment. Honestly, he's had better segments with John Cena. He's had better segments with, you know, plenty of other guys. And it's like this wasn't memorable at all. Like this, I would forget about this, you know, tomorrow. So I think that knocks it down a little because it had a little bit of a those are your two biggest stars and nothing came out of that segment. 
Right. So, um, yeah, I knock it down to seven and a half, but it's a really good again for Triple H. Like, he really ain't not anything lower than a seven. He really not, you know, you know, so most of his stuff's in eight, damn near nines. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was, it, it, it was a pay per view that had, sorry, premium live event that had a lot of solid matches and not necessarily. Like great matches, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like how the, though you have shows where it's like you have one or two just phenomenal blow it out of the water matches and the mm-hmm. rest are solid. This one I think across the board were just all solid, you know, mm-hmm. not not like terrible, but solid that built stuff, did stuff, and you know, like but nothing will be probably talked about. Maybe the men's chamber one. Well, other than that, nothing really after the pay per view is going to be talked about in three or four years, type of thing. Like, it's not going to make a top five, if that makes sense. I, I can see the women's elimination chamber, but I agree. I, with know, that. I can see, I can see the women's. Yeah, sure. I can see the women's, but everything else, I agree. Like, it's very, it's not forgettable, but you know, I mean, it's to a degree to where we almost expect it under Triple H. Um, but I think it's one of these pre- uh, premium live events. You almost had me say the other word too. Yeah, where okay. it's just uh it's just we're just waiting on WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. what that's what this is. That's just why they don't do a March pay-per-view. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean it's just to build it all up. So whoever designed that one a year or so ago, thank you. Yeah, it's facts. And I mean Elimination Chamber's kind of always been a cross our T's, dot our I's type of event to where we just we we're basically just making sure everything else is in place for mania. Like if we got to correct anything, we can correct it here. You know what I mean? So uh I agree with that. Uh, for me, yeah, seven and a half. Um, but now we will talk about our top five elimination chamber matches. So um there's a lot of elimination chamber matches. It goes back pretty far, actually. Like, what was the first one? Like oh, oh, two. oh two. two. Yeah, that's crazy. It goes back that far. Um, yeah, they went to, but they went from 02 and stopped, then started back again in 2010. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I feel like, yeah, because they had it like no way out. Like they, they, it wasn't its own premium live event. It was more of a, you know, they'd add it as a stipulation. Um, Which yeah. I think they should go back to those the non, like, like not calling the the premium live events elimination chamber or money in the bank. I think it should have a different name, and those just be like. Matches within that. Mm, okay, I can see that. But I don't they're, slow, they're slowly doing that. They are, he is slowly doing that though. Yeah, Triple H is slowly mo- removing B, C level. He keeps kind of the B level, and then obviously adds a nice little touch of it's in a different country or mm-hmm. it's whatever it's at a stadium or whatever. But no, I agree. I think he is kind of moving away from you know the. You know, balls of great balls of fire type of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or even yeah. like the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Cause I think that was the first one I heard that you yeah, wouldn't go even... away from it. Yeah. And just it do sucks. it on special occasions. I will say, Hell in a Cell gave a lot of classic matches, though. Like mm-hmm. a lot of, especially in the women's division. Like it was almost a guaranteed yeah. classic when he did it in the women's with like Becky and Sasha, Sasha and Charlotte, you know what I mean? Bianca and yeah. Bailey, like, that again, it gave us a lot. I'm shoot, even the Roman versus Jay. That was when 
you know, when they first went against each other in the pandemic era, like they gave a lot of classics. So mm-hmm. if they were to bring one back that was kind of its own little stick, it'd be hell in a cell for me. Money in the bank, you know, whatever, I as think, long as we got the match. I don't I don't mind that. I think my thing is like if you're going to call a premium live event a hell in a cell, then everything should be in the hell in a cell. Because in the minute, you know what I'm saying? Because the minute it's not in one, then like, why is it? It's not a true hell in a cell pay per view if you have two, three matches not yeah. in hell in a cell, you know? But or that, just that's have just like one. Thing. Yeah. And and I think even if you do do that, if you do do a hell in a cell, have four matches. Don't do six matches. Have four matches that mm-hmm. are all hell in a cell. That way you don't lose the effect of hell in a cell, but you still. You know what I mean? It yeah. aligns with the name of it. And so. all those and they, they get enough time in those hell in the cell matches. Right, exactly. Yeah, they get to cook. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Um, all right, I will go first on this one. My number five is the 2011 Elimination Chamber. Now, in this one, this is interesting because it was uh it was CM Punk, it was Randy Orton, R Truth, Cena. Um, Sheamus, and I think it was John Morrison, I think. Um, but in this one, what was interesting and remember about this one is like Randy's a baby face, Randy's like prime Randy, well, still slim, you know what I mean? Mm, uh, yeah. and he was killing it. He comes in the uh, Sheamus and John Morrison start out, Randy comes in, starts just destroying everybody. It's obviously, obviously, this is 2011, so I don't remember the exact rivalries, but. Uh, it seemed as if CM Punk's a heel. Randy and him are going at it. They've had previous history. Well, there's a uh, the elimination. It's time for CM Punk to come out. His chamber has a malfunction where the door opens halfway, but then stops. And so CM Punk's like, yeah. like barely out of it. And he's like, yeah. his head is exposed. So then Randy just starts beating the hell out of him. And then like 10 seconds later, he grabs him out of it. Uh, throws him in the ring. Randy hits him with the RKO. One, two, three. And it's like, whoa, like your biggest star just got eliminated in 10 seconds. But then this is when they had that stupid GM, virtual GM hit up with the emails and stuff. And he would hit up oh, Michael Cole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Michael Cole gets up on the stand, like, excuse me. And then CM Punk is reinstated. <laughs> and the whole crowd is like, it's so funny because. When the whole the little noise they would make when somebody mm-hmm. when they did get the email the crowd went just start booing just they knew it was some BS coming because you could tell the frustration during that time because everybody hated that whole everybody hated Michael Cole especially during that time and that whole like virtual GM thing and it was just funny to go back in that time and be like damn these people really hated this stuff <laughs> like they hated this whole stick <laughs> and. Uh, and basically, CM Punk gets reinstated. At the CM Punk eliminates like three other people, and Randy gets eliminated. It's CM Punk and and uh, Cena at the end. Of course, Cena wins. It's 2011, so of course Cena wins. Uh, yeah, that was during Super Cena times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he does the the F5 on the outside elimination chamber, and this is when you could uh, pin somebody on the outside of the ring. Yeah, the elimination chamber. I think they changed that. Yeah, I don't know when they did. I remember Michael Cole said it uh, for this one. And I was like, "Wait, what?" Because even yeah. in the game, I remember in the game we could pin on yes. the outside because that's how. Yep. It, yeah, be sneaky. You got to pin yeah. on the outside. I wanted, 
I want to say in the 2020s they did that because I can't remember outside of the ring pin in a long time. Because like even when I was watching this, Randy, no, CM Punk hit somebody on the outside and he went to pin. I was like, what is he doing? And it was like one, two, three. I was like, oh, that's right. You could do that. And you're right. Like in the video game, Pat, when I used to kick your ass, I would would pin you on the outside all the time. Nah, fam. fam. We're not going to start this. That triggered my memory. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hit you with that sister Abigail on the outside. No, sir. No, sir. You got the wrong one. That that wasn't me. That was a quick shot. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I slid that one in there. Uh, But yeah. 2011, Elimination Chamber, number five for me. L, I'll let you go. Let's go next. My number five is 2015, Elimination Chamber with the New Day, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, uh, Los Matadors, the Lucha Dragons, and the Primetime Players. Ooh. This was the first ever tag team Elimination Chamber That's uh, list too. that they ever did. I looked this one up. Okay. And this was very odd because all of New Day was in this match. I, I think I remember that. That's the one that uh <laughs> what's his name was like on the chamber, like on the ceiling and uh Yeah, he flipped down. I think yeah. it was either Kalisto or Kalisto, yeah, one yeah, of yeah. them too. Yeah, okay. He, he did the uh, yeah. I remember that yeah, spot. He now. flipped down and he just landed on everybody. Like, it, it was, was either like before, a spot fest. Yeah, it was either before or after he did his finisher off the ladder and the money in the bank and almost that's, like killed himself and whoever, but yeah. That's right. Golly. But, but, I'm but, looking at the picture that, of the people in this match. My God, the talent was yeah. trash. Jeez. But it was just the fact that like all three of them was in this match. Like I remember that match, but I, did, I forgot that Woods, Ian, Kofi were all in yeah. It. yeah, I was like, wait a minute, how did they let that just slide like that? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, them boys. That's when New Day. New Day was always cooking, but this was because New Day came where they on. wasn't cooking yet. That's right. That's I was when people say, didn't like them. Didn't they start cooking twenty sixteen ish? Yeah, it was like a year, like after this, when okay. they start, people start liking them. Bro, I'm looking at th- who was the cats with the uh, is that a loose store with the with the. Um, with like Ninja Turtle with thing. the eye, that's yeah. the lowest Matadors. Yeah, and then the homies that look like the uh the Great Value Demolition. Uh, they got the paint. Uh, oh, that's do? uh. They used to wear the the like um the armor. I'm talking about that is the shoulder the pads. Ascension. The ascension. The ascension. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. People they were actually them. their NXT run was really good. The Ascension was actually a good tag team. They just weren't used well, bro. They like, look... they, like they was good in that match too. Like, really, they kept on countering all the, you know the, the lucha libre stuff that they were doing in that match. Bro, these dudes look like also. <laughs> they look like somebody messed up on a video game, trying to do demolition, <laughs> and then was hey. just like. I'm done. That's I don't a, really feel like finishing this character. That's why it's so. my number five. <laughs> hey, that's the. It was my number two. That's wow. your number two? Yeah, that's my number two. More mainly just because of the spots. Like, it that's doesn't look I like there's a lot of talent. In uh, uh, 
in that in that picture, but it was actually a, a solid like. It it, it was, was a really solid match. You need to watch it, Brandon. Okay, uh, I'm gonna check it out. I do yeah. remember the, the high spot, but man, talent ain't talent ain't too enticing. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna definitely check that out. Uh, tag team. I wish they had more tag team elimination chamber matches. Um, and okay. Uh, Pat, what's your number five? Uh, my number five was the first women's one, but um, because I thought the first one was women's one was the tag team, right? But it yeah. w- wasn't, was it? It was nah, no, nah, it was that was the other one. So this the, was, it was the, the first one was twenty eighteen one, right? So then the tag team one was the year after, right? Twenty nineteen, I, so. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty nineteen. Yeah, they did the the new the first time ever. Tag champs. Yeah. Yep. That's the one that I liked. That one was pretty good. Again, they kind of a little to work with, but I think everybody kind of did what they needed to and um, played to their strengths. Because it was like random. Was like Carmella and somebody was on a team. I think you had Shanna Baszler and somebody, uh, Liv Morgan and Naomi, yeah, I think, Logan. were a team in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. It was a riot squad. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Riot yeah, yeah. squad. Yeah. Yep. Naomi and, uh, and the Tamina. Iconics. Yeah, the Iconics. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there was, yeah. So it was. It was solid. It was a little solid one. Yeah. It was, I mean, I remember that one, and I remember being excited just to see. I mean, you knew, you know, Bailey and Tasha were winning, but it was just exciting to see a tag team division. The titles yeah. were exciting at that time. So. Yeah. That's a good point. That's an underrated That's a, elimination chamber, honestly. That feels like yeah, who they were missing with this event in Australia was the Iconics. Because I think that one might have been their biggest, like, other yeah, than, man. obviously, like, Rhea. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I to me, that's still one of their worst releases of all time. 100%. Uh, that one girl was. Well, what's her name? is pregnant, though. She is. She hey, is Gordon pregnant. Is pregnant again. Yeah. yeah. Again. I yeah. mean, I don't blame, I don't blame, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't blame Sean Spears for that one for sure. Yeah, no. that's funny. But no, I mean, bro, I remember during the pandemic, she was the one of the best parts of the shows. Was when like she would show up and she was hilarious. She was naturally funny. Yeah, um, one of the few like naturally funny they let cook. But uh, okay, all right. Um, I have. For my number four, I have the 2011 Elimination Chamber. And this was kind of the, like, this is when Randy came out as the double champ. uh, And he kind of, like, thwarted the whole, uh, I'm sorry, this is 2014. My bad. Uh, 2014. Yeah, Elimination Chamber. This is, like, during the Yes movement. uh, People obviously want Daniel Bryan to win. And Randy Orton comes out with the dub. That one had uh, Cesaro, Sheamus, Daniel Bryan, Christian, John Cena, and Randy. And uh, he was defending his championships. And yeah, um, it was just really star-studded. And to be honest, like, especially during those times, like 2013, 2012, 2011, it was always a weak link. It was always somebody in the match that just was like, like in the 2011 one, R-Truth was in there, John Morrison. Like, no offense to them, but... During that time, they were seen as main eventers, which kind of tells you the talent level. Where in this match, Cesaro, Sheamus, Daniel Bryan, Christian, John Cena, Randy Orton. Like, if any of them was a champ, you'd be like, okay. Like, you're believable. You know, so 
Um, I think that was a, a good good era. Um, so yeah, twenty fourteen elimination chamber. Um, all right, L, what you got number four? That is also my number four. Nice. Now we d- definitely wanted Daniel Bryan to win that one. Yeah, absolutely. But but it the only thing is they overbooked the mess out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Towards with that. the end, because all of a sudden the Wyatt family showed up and beat up everybody, and Randy yeah. was hiding. Yeah, and corporate Kane came out and interfered. Yeah, also, but like the spots in it was it was a mate. It was a great match. Yeah, it's it just really the was. ending wasn't what everybody wanted. Yeah, you can definitely tell because everybody was quiet. So everybody was pissed. That was a controversial one. Um. No, nah, you're right. That's that's a good point. All right. Pat, what'd you got number four? Um, we kind of talked about it earlier. The US championship one from Lyle was last year or two years ago? Last year. Last year. That was last year. Yeah, that one. Um there the storytelling that came out of it was good. I I'm pretty sure it set up like two or three different storylines coming out of that. Yeah. Um, and it just let it let some of those guys showcase as well. So it was like a there's a good mix of spots and storytelling slash building. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, that, that was when I thought that Montez was at its highest Yeah, and they should have just kept yeah. dropping a rocket to that kid. And I agree. I there's agree. still a chance though. I think that's still, hopefully they haven't missed it, but um, I don't, they, yeah, I agree. I don't think they've done enough to miss it. <laughs> like, but I agree. Like when when I was watching Tiffany Stratton kill it this past like at the Lemonade Chamber, I was thinking of Montez. I was like, oh, this is a Montez level performance because I rewatched twenty twenty three one for this, and he killed it. Like he immediately, the crowd was like going for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he gave you everything you want as far as high spots. He was fun to just watch. You know, the crowd was into him. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think like they just gotta do something. It's funny that uh. Spears, he said he was talking about Bobby Lashley. He was like, "There's kind of some pressure on Bobby Lashley to actually, you know, fulfill what he told the Street Profits he was going to do for him because he really hasn't done that for him yet." You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Um. So I'm hoping, you know, we had that small moment where we were going to get a a Street Profits breakup and Montez was going to go on his own, and then they didn't do it. Um. So. I, I don't know, but I, there is still time. Dude is talented, and I think the crowd is just still wants it. It's just the the roster's gotten better, so now we got our, our minds are on something totally different right now. So yeah, um, no, that's a good point. It's a good point. Um, all right, number three for me is the is actually the twenty twenty four women's. Uh, I, I just think it did everything it needed to do. I thought. You and it's the most stacked it's ever been. Like you had legitimate Hall of Famers throughout. You know what I mean? Not Liv Morgan, but everybody else. No, you had it right. And Tiffany, obviously Tiffany, not. But as of yet, but everybody else is going to the Hall of Fame. Like that hasn't been in the in the Elimination Chamber to this point. Has always been a. Like I watched someone last year. My God, again, Nikki. Raquel, Natalia, um, uh, Carmella. It was just like not good. Is at that all. the one that Oscar tore through everybody? 
Yeah, that's the one. They did like, like a yeah. back. Yeah, they did like that's a backtrack. Yeah. Shayna did it one year, and then Oscar did it the next year. Yeah, exactly. Because this is when Oscar uh, come back, and so yeah, she yeah, bro, it was it was not good. I think they've done that. They've done that way too much. They haven't booked the women's to the level they have the men's, and they kind of just throw people in there and not having a story or anything like that. Whereas this year felt like an actual build. It felt like you actually had some true, like, talents that could hang with the same level. And, like, Naomi was, like, the least known person. You know what I mean? And she's amazing, obviously. So, um, if and Naomi would star in half of those old Elimination Chamber matches. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, 2024 for me. That did it for me. Did it for me. Number three. My number three. Boy, this is this one that got hard for me. I'm going to yeah, say, same. and I'm actually picking this like on the fly, like right now. Okay, it is 2010. Ooh, okay. Elimination Chamber. It had R True, CM Punk, Rey Mysterio, Undertaker, Chris Jericho, and John Morrison. Okay, is is that the one that? Sean, no, never mind. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different year. Was it that well, Shawn Michaels came out? Yes, it was. Oh, to At start the, the beef. The, okay, to start the beef with Undertaker. Yeah. At WrestleMania, which is probably one of the greatest matches of all time, but we'll get to that in a couple months. Yeah. But uh, like what I liked about it, for one, it was funny because like the first three people like when they let them out, it was straight up like one-on-one matches. Yeah. Like it was like R-Truth and CM Punk had a one-on-one. Then when CM Punk pinned Truth, he started preaching. This was back then when he was doing the straight edge society. Oh, stuff. yeah. And every That's chance right. he got, he was preaching about being straight edge and I'm better <laughs> than you because I'm That's straight right. edge and stuff. Then CM Punk and Ray had a one-on-one. Then Ray... Then Jericho had a one-on-one. Then that's when it was like Undertaker and all of them were just going at it. Then Sean popped out from the bottom of the day elimination chamber, super kicked. That's right. Undertaker and just stared at him. Yeah. Which is crazy because he had a few with Jericho right, you know, right before this. Mm-hmm. But he wanted that match with Taker and Taker wouldn't give it to him. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that one. Damn, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, that's definitely WWE's kind of using those old school, like, like you said, like people used to interfere during the Elimination Chamber to stop someone from winning. They didn't do that for a while, and now obviously they've done it last couple of years. Yeah, so, yeah. That's yeah, dope. Yeah, that's a good pick. Forgot about that. I'm gonna rewatch that one. Um, all right, Pat, what you got? Um, so that was going to be my number three, but for the sake of, of it being, you know, not everybody's list can be the same, throw some other stuff on there. I'm gonna move one of my honorable mentions on here. The uh, I think it was a year before this match. Um I know it was Triple H and Undertaker win it for sure. And they were the last two and they had a spot where uh Triple H had Undertaker in the tombstone and then Undertaker like reversed it. Like, oh yeah, and yeah. had like basically like backflipped and had Triple H and I did it like another time like two more times before mm-hmm. Taker hit it. 
and it was like at the end they were both basically just hitting finishers and just like Yeah. it was that like anything to do to beat this person um Yeah. and i was well i think one of the first ones that i remember that was actually like told the the story ish instead of just like bunch of brawls and like spots and stuff it was like we're telling the story and i think that wound up setting up something with triple h and undertaker don't Was quote this me that was like not in 2009? I was just about to say, I think is this so 2009? I think so. I think that's right. um I think those two, yeah, those two are the final ones. Because, like, Big Show was in that one. Uh, yeah because i think triple h wound up winning and then that's how we got undertaker and Shawn michaels at wrestlemania that yeah, year because yeah. that was at 25 or whatever Bro, they had Snitsky, whatever his name is, Edge, Jeff Hardy. It was a no way out. Yep. That's a good one. yeah it was like yeah They always had the one random Snitsky, that guy. Um, yeah they always try to always put it like it back then they always try to put some some big dude if yeah, there was they, like if they have like undertaker in there it was another like big dude that yeah, undertaker could oh yeah, because didn't big take show and what was it, Vladimir Kozgov or whatever his Cause name was? go. What did I say, Snitsky? Yeah, Vladimir Kozgo. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, because they went at it and kind of slowed the pace down for a second and picked it right back, Yeah. picked it right back up. That's crazy. Big show and that guy in the ring with Taker, Yeah, it Triple was it was H, Edge, I watched and that Jeff one Hardy. this morning. <laughs> that was wild, Yeah. man. If I remember correctly too, Edge had lost the uh there was two that night. That he lost the one earlier in the night and then came out and like jumped somebody and took their place Hmm. Uh, in this one so he could be in it. Yes, yeah, I had that as my honorable mention. That Yeah. whole, like that whole thing was. Yeah. Because he jumped uh, Kofi before Kofi went in. Mm hmm Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Not It was a good in time. that. See, Edge lost that belt like in, within minutes. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Yeah. I feel like that when he left, he got eliminated early. Because Yeah, he was one of the first ones I think eliminated, John yeah. Cena got eliminated, eliminated early in his, too. Yeah, he did. That's facts. I like when they do that. Um but okay. Uh, my number two is last year's men's or what was you guys you guys mentioned uh, for the U.S. title. I thought Bronson Reed start, like killed it, absolutely killed it. Gargano um, with the the Hurricane Rana off the chamber that was fire. Uh, like you said, Montez Ford climbing off the side, climbing up the side of the uh, chamber and kind of like just free falling on the guys. That was dope. Um, yeah, Brunson Reed looked amazing. Uh, Seth looked great. Austin Theory, you know, he did his part. Um, and then <clears throat> who else we had in there? Uh, Damian Priest was in there. Um, I just thought Wasn't the whole match. You said what? was Seth Rollins in it? Is that the one that Logan Paul interfewed and cost Seth Rollins? Yeah, that's the one where Yeah. it's yeah. Yep. Montez got hit with the stomp and got pinned, and he like. They had to call like the refs and you know, ambulance, like Yeah. you know, thought he was hurt. That opened the door for then Logan giving there doing that springboard uh, clothesline, which is fire. Actually, he hit that thing like perfectly, uh, Hmm. and then hit the stomp on Seth, and then cost him the title or cost him and then elimination. Uh, Austin Theory pinned him for the championship. So 
Yeah, it was just a great. The crowd was into it. I think the crowd always adds something to it. That was the Montreal crowd. Uh, they mm-hmm. were amazing, and so yeah, it just it, it did it did its job, like you said. Like storytelling led to Logan Paul versus Seth, then also gave Gargano, who at the time did not had gotten no one on one shine, um, yeah. gave him a lot to work with. He looked great. And then Brunson Reed, it was his introduction, you know what I mean, to the main roster again under Triple H because obviously Evil Events was, yeah. didn't do well with him. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's my number two. My number two is the first Elimination Chamber match back in 2002. Ooh, okay. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Kane, Booker T, and Chris Jericho at Survivor Series. Ooh, which I like Triple that. H win. Triple H went in with the belt. And this is basically Shawn Michaels' second match from coming out of that retirement. Yeah. As well. This is the ugly And he had track. that weird haircut and the ugly ass brown pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was my yeah. number one. Yeah, that's that's your number one. Yeah, that was yeah. my number one. This is a classic. It started it all. It really did. And Shawn right. Michaels won the title. And I could like I remember because, like you said, it was his like second match back after coming back, and I just remember yeah. watching. Uh, at that time, we only had <clears throat> the VHSs and like YouTube barely to yeah, watch barely. like his old yeah. stuff. Um, and so I remember like watching that, and then being able to see him again. It, was, it got me excited, and him winning the championship. It was just like it was great. Yeah, that I mean, that's an amazing pick, actually. Uh, I need to rewatch that one because, like, I don't know. Like, I was into wrestling still, but for some reason, I missed a little bit of that Shawn Michaels time. Now, obviously, I went back and watched, and honestly, this is my favorite version of Shawn Michaels. I wasn't a huge, like, 90 Shawn Michaels fan, I guess. And so when he came back as, like, the brawler and, like, I'll do whatever. Like, I'm I'm old, but I'll do what, literally whatever. I'll jump off whatever. I'm about to jump off this ladder. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. man, I like it was more of an underdog. He wasn't the cocky, you know what I mean? I'm the yeah. Vince's guy. It was more of like, no, I'm the underdog. No, Undertaker. I do want to, I have to beat you to for my legacy type of deal. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I really like that. So no, that's a good pick. It's a good pick. Um, Pat, have you went number two? No, I've not gone for my number two. Uh, but my number two is was it 2019? I think the start of Kofi Mania. Ah, that's my number one. Good pick. That's <laughs> yeah. number one. That's not, uh, that's, not, that's not my number one. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, that one was because I don't even think going in, they knew the crowd was gonna obviously react what they did because obviously the crowd is the crowd. Right. So when they when that had just a sequence of that match and the crowd and Kofi like they did. Yep. Tra- starting that and just it was it was talk about storytelling and story building. That was yes, basically masterclass one one of really that, was. and it like just catapulted into the hugeness that Kofi Media turned out to be. Man, dude, and we can just talk about it since our it's me and L's number one. I say that's yeah, that's our number one. So yeah, man, dude, that one, bro. I I never felt like, like that one had me emotional. Like that one was obviously mania was emotional, a different level. 
But this yeah, that, one was yeah, that's a whole yeah, yeah, that's a whole different level. But the fact that like, and this was a great like, like you had Daniel Bryant, AJ Styles, Randy, Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy before he yeah. started doing his thing. Yeah, like bro, amazing match. And like, I think heel Daniel uh, Daniel Bryan is underrated, man. Especially this this Daniel Bryan who was like, I'm better than you because I love the earth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you know, like Green Green Day, Green Deal, Daniel Bryan. Like this, he just killed it, man. Obviously, he was still great in the ring. Uh, He had come back, so we were still worried about him. But he was still, you were sort of kind of like, oh, okay, he's fine, type of deal. He's fine by now. Yeah, exactly. He's fine. Like, and so yeah, the crowd was just into. I wish I knew like what where they were Uh, in Houston. They were in Houston. Okay. There we go. It was a Texas yeah. crowd. They was killing it. Mm-hmm. It was killing it, man. And like, just to think about, Kofi was not supposed to be in that match. Yes, Mustafa Ali, yeah. Yeah, Mustafa Ali was him. supposed to be in that match. That has to haunt him in his dreams every day. It has to. Like, like you, you, I mean, he didn't fumble the bag, but, I mean, you lost an opportunity, and, man, Kofi took it and ran with it. Yeah. And now, because then, like, the that, weeks like, after that was when, like, the, uh, they – they had the tag team match with Xavier and Big E, and yeah. the Usos come out and they're like, "Nah, man, we're not gonna do this. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, bro." That was one of the best bills they've had. Like Vince was in his bag on this one. I can't even front. Yeah, Vince was in his bag. Vince the... was being an all-time hater. Yes, that. he kind of turned into old Vince. He was like, "Yeah, you know, you can have this opportunity, but you got to go through this gauntlet first. And I was just like, man, dude, like they was in a bag. Like they understood the crowd loves it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna act like we're gonna take it from you. Right. At every chance, every chance we get. And man, like I, I'm actually and gonna that's, rewatch and that. That was the scary part because we thought they were going to do that. Bro, it was Vince. During that time, Vince took everything you wanted, he took it away from you. Like yeah. everything you all, wanted. This is what you want, you ain't getting it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you want this new person to come up? Nope, they're facing John Cena. Psych. And they're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they're going to lose. Yeah. Hey, Cena built people. Can you name a few of them? Yeah. I can. Uh, Edge, Rusev. Stop. Stop. Uh, you want me to go on? You want me Rusev. Continue? You just said okay. Rusev. You just said Rusev. So that injured your entire. He built him. He he helped him. You know, Edge is a new Edge. He built. Uh, I helped. He helped AJ Styles. AJ Styles obviously was AJ Styles, but he helped. Yeah, him. he helped AJ. Yeah. Uh, he, there. Yeah, he helped Brock a little bit. You know, Brock was already coming. Brock, Brock, Randy but. Orton too, because Randy, like Randy, was a semi-established, but he also kind of like that. Randy's feuds with John Cena were kind of yeah. helped establish. I'll give that you. RKO. I'll give you Edge, AJ, and that's about it. There may be a little bit of Randy, but Randy was kind of already Randy. I feel like Taker kind of built him more than Taker and Triple H kind of built him more. Yeah. Uh, built who? But, uh, Randy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, that I'm actually going to rewatch that entire build now. Thank you guys for reminding me about this one. Because <laughs> uh, I like, I remember the match, but I was like, oh, snap. I forgot to like, he still had to earn his champs even after mm-hmm. that match. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, which is still crazy. Like, but. He- like even in that elimination chamber match, they went one on one for about fifteen minutes. Like yeah. I, when I watch it today, 
Yeah. I watched, I was like, okay, they're one-on-one. And I looked at the little, you know, the time part. I was like, wait a minute, they're about to go for like 15, yeah. 16 minutes. That's what made it great because it was basically like another pay-per-view level match at the end by itself, you know. And um, and especially that time, Smojo was cooking. Smojo was cooking. He was. Um, so yeah, they that was just that was a really loaded. Anytime they put really loaded elimination chambers in with no like wild cards and just let the greats cook, it's usually a good good wrestler. Yeah. Um. All right, Pat. What's your number one? Uh, um, I'll mention already Survivor Series 02. Okay. Oh, that's right. From, that's right. Yeah, You're the right. first that's one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that was your number one. That makes sense. That's a good one. Um, like I said, Shawn Michaels coming back. It made. Made sense. Yeah. Um, I think they did one, I think it's SummerSlam, either that year or the next year. Mm-hmm. Um with Goldberg in it. That one wasn't bad because like Goldberg's spirit, I think Chris Jericho threw the pot. Yeah. And yeah, that's when yeah. it was Boy, like, he was going off. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he lo- he lost that match, right? Because people was pissed he didn't win. Yeah. Triple H won, right? Because Triple H hit him with a sledgehammer. Yeah, that's right. People were pissed yeah. he didn't win that one. Yeah, that's right. That was during the People call it the what do they call it? The Triple H, the the Reign of Terror, or whatever. Yeah, uh, when he was just smacking oh, dudes, yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was just hitting everybody. Yeah, it was kind of I guess started early with Booker T and a few other people, but um, but okay. Um, well, once again, folks, appreciate you another good review. Um, folks, if you have any uh, thoughts on the review or the, the your opinion on the pay-per-view in general or give us your own scores you can hit us up on twitter on instagram or facebook we have a facebook group definitely hit us up l we got to get you on instagram or or facebook one of the two yeah come on l i'm thinking about it yeah come on l i'm thinking about it yeah you gotta get us on it because that's where we post most of our content anyway so um but yeah fellas appreciate appreciate you guys once again obviously we'll have you guys back pretty soon but uh yeah Um, Until next time, we out. Yep.